0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Jessica Stevens here, your host of I Just Blank Now What, the podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me for another Now What Wednesday episode. I am so grateful to have each and every one of you here with me each week, listening and participating in these amazing transformation stories from our guests. Okay, so you guys know that I love, love, love a good health transformation story, and that is what we are sharing today my guest Debbie Freeman has her I just gained 100 pounds now what story and she's going to be talking about what led to that weight gain and how she imagined her life and lost the weight to become the healthiest and happiest version of herself. So a little bit about Debbie. Um, She is a motivational speaker who suffered physical and sexual abuse as a child and was determined to make her dreams a reality. She's a real person that has lost everything including her own self-confidence through a painful divorce with an addict, which had her a hundred pounds heavier. Through self-love and determination, she found herself again and was able to lose the hundred pounds and go on to become the United States of America, Miss Nevada in 2021 at the age of 51. So without further ado, let's meet Miss Nevada 2021, the lovely Debbie Freeman. blank now what stories so we can all learn from their transformational lessons to help us all answer that lifelong and often paralyzing question now what hey friend did you just think to yourself i just love this podcast now what well i hope you do and if you did i got the answer become a patron and support the show For just a $5 financial gift a month, you can access episodes early and without ads. Plus, you'll be entered to win our monthly Patreon giveaway, like books and courses from our guests and some fun merch. For just a $10 a month contribution, you'll become an all-access patron and also get bonus exclusive content from me and some of our guests. Behind the scenes, Q&A, bonus questions, all of it. So head over to patreon.com backslash I just blank and now what? Or click on the link in the show notes and become a patron today.
1: Well, hello, Debbie. How you doing? Hello, Jessica. I am so happy to be here on your show today. I'm so excited. And we're gonna talk about my favorite subject. Me. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love that this show really is
0: allowing guests to talk about themselves because. I don't know if we do that enough. I don't know, give ourselves enough acknowledgement of the things that we have accomplished in life and, and have a stage to freely talk about ourselves in, in a way that is a little bit of a pat on the back for us, but also inspirational for others. And that's exactly what we're going to do today.
1: And that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, even though it's about me, I'm sure my story, uh, there's a lot of people that can relate to it in Mm -hmm. some form or fashion have been through what I've been through, or they're going to, are they, they're going through it right now. So by hearing my words and hearing, you know, just how I overcame everything that I did, that it might give them some inspiration to give them power to just keep going. And that's power- what we're here for.
0: Yeah. I I'm here, I love it. And I'm here for it. Okay. So your story today
1: is I just gained over a hundred pounds. Now what? Absolutely. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. I mean, a lot a lot of us just eat habitual, just habit. Mm -hmm. We're eating, we're not really hungry. We don't know why we're eating. And I think that's or we're eating because we're trying to fill a void. Fill a void. Or we don't want to really like focus on what our problems really are going on in our lives and what we're facing. So Jessica, what I'm going to share with you is that I was married. For 16 years, I have two beautiful children and, you know, I thought I had the perfect marriage, which some of us all think that we have. And I truly believe that. And my eyes were opened up one day, like overnight to the reality of what was going on. Basically, in a nutshell, my ex had... He'd been having drinking problems. He was in AA when I first met him. So I knew he was an alcoholic. And I don't like to judge people because, you know, I'm not going to say alcoholics are bad because we all like deafen our whatever we, we all do- got
0: stuff. We all got stuff. Oh, don't we don't all have got a coping stuff. mechanism that is either serving us or not serving us.
1: Exactly. So we all deal with things differently. So I don't think that's, you know, the problem. It was just, you know, he was going through rough times every three years. It would get hard for him. And we'd go through some rough patches basically. Mm-hmm. And, you know, times where he wouldn't come home, I wouldn't know where he was or the paycheck didn't come in. And I was wondering, you know, how I was going to pay a bill and it wouldn't come. And he'd give me some kind of story And my, you know, I tell my parents, I tell them, Oh, this is what happened to him at work. And they'd be like, Debbie, that doesn't sound right. That is really, but you being in the situation, you can't really see it. You're like, Oh no, no, he's telling the truth. This is what his boss is doing. And this is horrible. And I'm, you know, sticking beside him because I love him and this, that, and the other. And well, so 16 years go by and one night he, go, he I come home and he's drunk and we've got our babies and, I can't, I have an important meeting. I have to leave. And I'm like, I can't leave you here with the baby. To, you know, I'm going to have to call my mom over. So I call my mom over. And as I'm gone out at my meeting, he leaves with a suitcase and he says, goodbye, Liz. And he leaves and this little boy goes up and hugs him and says, daddy, where are you going? Are you coming back? And he says, yeah, I'm coming back. Suitcase gone. Never comes home that night. All right. I know he's drunk. He left. All I know is my mom tells me he left with a suitcase. And the next day I'm thinking to myself, we had just sold a house that we had owned for 12 years. So if you can imagine the equity that we had built in this house, okay, we had thousands of dollars saved in our savings account for this. All right. And at this time, in this juncture in our life, I was thinking to myself, you know, he keeps losing his job every three years. Maybe it's time I I don't have to stay at home, but maybe I can, you know, go back to teaching and open up my own dance studio. I was the dance captain of the Radio City music hall Rockets, okay, when I was younger. I was the director of Rainbow National Dance Competition, Car National Dance Competition. So I have a lot of professionalism background. Mm-hmm. Like this is what I've been wanting to do, but I didn't. I wanted to have those younger years with my kids. Mm -hmm. I did. So I was like, well, okay, well they're older now. So I probably could do this. So I ended up getting my logo done, you know, planning out the flooring, the walls, just everything in the studio got the place to rent ready to sign the contract ready to put down the day down payment. So I'm thinking to myself, as I wake up the next morning, I'm like, let me check the savings account. Oh, I've seen your face. I know you know what is going to, I'm going to tell you. It's gone. And I sit there and I think to myself, who is this person that I married? All of a sudden, I'm freaking out, right? Because yeah, he's it, gone and so is the money. And I'm sitting here going, this is a person that I hold hands with going to church. What? Who is this person? Right? I, I, I don't get it. And I end up going to his email because he left the computer, his email open. And I've never done this before, but I I started looking at his history and looking back and he's got it open to all these emails to women he's been, you know, meeting. Yeah. So he's been living this separate life that I knew nothing about. And, you know, there's an amazing feeling of just embarrassment that comes about you, (laughs) that. You don't want to tell anybody, you feel like you're just so dumb that you didn't notice this and that you just were. Yeah. The shame, the shame spiral begins. It does. It really does. And as I start opening up to some of my friends, I start realizing that this is a common thing that happens to a lot of women that they just don't share because of the shame factor. They're too ashamed to admit it, that this happened to them. But it does. It happens every single day. Just the deceit, the selfishness. And I just was like, wow. So, he comes back home after a week. He was put in jail. He got a DUI, totaled his car. He didn't even know it because he was so drunk. And basically he had the money in a cashier's check, but they wouldn't give it to me because both of our names were on the account. They had to give it to him. And it was in that week that I decided- Sorry, Who's they? They who? Meaning the cops. Oh, the cops.
0: Got it. Okay. So they possess- They took his possessions. He had it on him, but they wouldn't give it to you. They had to give it back to him.
1: Exactly. They're going to keep it, okay? So in this week, I'm watching him. I never knew where he was. I found him in jail by Wednesday. I knew where he was. He didn't come home till Saturday. By that time, I had changed all the locks in the house, except for one door that was the side door into the side office that I had forgotten about. He comes in through the door. Why doesn't my key work? And we start going at it. And I'm like, look, I'm sorry, but you can't be here. I have a restraining order against you. And I said, I've already filed for divorce. Where am I supposed to go? I I don't know. You left
0: with a suitcase. I assumed you had a plan.
1: Exactly. Right. So he he said, look, I'll I'll give all the money back. Look, I'll sleep in the guest bedroom. I go, no, that's not going to work for me. I'm sorry. Because basically what he wanted to do was drink all day while I went to work all day. And live off off of our savings account. Yeah. That wasn't going to work for me. This definitely was not going to be the way I was going to live the rest of my life. And that was, you know, a lot of thinking that went on that week of just like, where are you headed if he comes home? And I have to tell you, Jessica, before this even happened, I knew he was having some drinking issues. And I said, here's a number, call them for help Mm -hmm. to the church. They have church groups, please you know, he didn't want to choose that route. It's a choice. That is a choice that he made. I mean, yes, you can say he's an alcoholic. It's a disease, but he had the choice to, you know what I'm saying? To try. To do to do something different.
0: Yes. Yeah. To do
1: something different. And that's what I didn't like. And I didn't like where my life was headed this whole time. I mean, it was, I was going through stressful situations where I would gain weight because you know, I couldn't pay the bills. It was like, oh, well, next month. Well, next month will be better. And every month I'd have to, you know, rob from Peter to pay Paul. I couldn't pay this bill, but I'd be paying this one or, you know, going. It was just so much stress that I was just eating. That's how I filled my void of what I was going through. And of course, you know, he stopped coming to bed like six years ago before that, you know, are you coming to bed? yeah, I'm coming. Never came to bed. You know, I don't know what man can go. I'd be like, you know, it's been a year. He'd be like, you're exaggerating. And I'd be like, no, it was last Valentine's day. I remember.
0: Yeah. So you as a, as a wife and a woman are now feeling
1: ugly. You don't want to yeah. touch me, you know? So I'm feeling all these insecure feelings. My confidence was shot. My self value went down, you know, it was horrible what I was living. It was like, fine. If you don't care about me, I I just, why do I even care? You know, you start taking the Oreos, the Cheetos to bed. And you know what I mean? It's like, I tried to throw myself in focusing into the other work that I was doing food, work, whatever. I, you know, that was my vices other people. It may be alcohol. It could be drugs. It could be Whatever it is, you throw yourself to where you don't have to focus in on what the actual problem is. So after he left, I got him to leave the house. I decided then and there that I was, if I was going to be a single parent, I was going to have to be a role model to these kids. Mm -hmm. I brought them into the world. They were, they're the, my most important job has been mom and I'm not planning on stopping that. For nothing that is my you know my favorite job and my most important it's not about me anymore I've done the starlight I've done I've had wonderful you know I've done all these wonderful things but I'm like I got to be the role model for them so what what can I do so I ended up you know just finding a good job and I was like I have to exercise I have to get myself back the me that I'm used to being and so I'd lost a hundred pounds. Feeling good about myself, my confidence is good. I'm feeling strong, and people are like, "Debbie, you look, you're happy. You look so happy." And I like, you know what? I am. I feel good. You know, it's just finding myself, and I have to tell you, most of that was just finding, and it took about a year, but finding peace and forgiveness for him, as well. And I believe it's it's never all on one side. I'm sure I wasn't perfect for him, and there was things that he didn't like about me. Probably me throwing myself into my work didn't help, mm-hmm. you know, things that we could have worked on if we had communicated better. So I think communication in a relationship is definitely something that I needed to work on, you know, but I didn't feel well, just to let you know, I did go to him in rehab and ask him, do you love me? I was ready to forgive him for all that he had done for our kids and work with him. And he said to me, I said, do you love me? says, I love our kids. And that's all he could say. Asked him how many times he had been with other women. because Debbie, it's been so many times. It doesn't even matter. Right then, I knew I had no respect from him whatsoever. I would never be able to live a life where I wouldn't be at home thinking, where is he? What is he doing? And that who, he feeling, who is he with? And living like this. And what would that drive me to do, Jessica? Eat. It would drive me insane and crazy. It would cause illness. Because... Your body's gonna when stress causes disease. Yeah, illness. Was he worth that? No. When I left there and realized this, I remember putting the key into my car and feeling this weight of angels lifted. Just this weight lifted off my shoulders, and it's just like God, thank you so much.
0: Yeah, that was the first step of releasing his weights
1: on you so yeah. that
0: you could start releasing the physical weight.
1: Exactly. You. That's where it happened. That's where my pivot point went. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to do this. I am doing yeah. this for me, for my kids, my health, my life. Let's do this.
0: They say there's that, you know, metaphorical monkey on your back. You know, like that thing. Wow. And He, he, that relationship and, and he was, you know, your, your monkey. And so opening up your eyes and, and seeing the mistreatment and abuse that you were getting for years mm-hmm. and, you know, pulling that monkey off and tossing him in aside and, and moving forward was that first initial weight that you had to release so that you actually were light enough to right. start moving your own body and actually start working on, on that releasing the physical weight that you had to, I know so many people who are holding on to emotional weight.
1: Absolutely.
0: And as soon as they can release that emotion or that thing, the actual physical weight just starts falling off of them.
1: It's so true, Jessica. I mean, you know, from there, and like I said, it took A year and I'm still working on it. We're always a work in progress. Yeah, We are two of the best co-parents ever. Yes. Because it's not about our relationship. I'm not trying to get back together with him. Mm -hmm. I don't want to like jab him. He took away 16 years of my life. He gave me two of the most beautiful children. And that was my path that God put me on for me to grow and learn. And I'm sorry, but God doesn't make mistakes.
0: No, absolutely. All right. So you release the emotional weights and then you start to do the work to release the physical weight. So let's, let's dig into that. Cause I know everybody who's listening is like, oh, she just magically snapped your fingers and the hundred pounds came off. No, you said it like, it took a long time. It took work. It let's, did. let's walk through that. They're like, now you've released him. Now what?
1: Okay. So now I'm starting to eat better. All right. I'm not eating past seven o'clock. I'm waking up. I'm eating more proteins, less carbs. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm a health and life coach as well. So I'm that I did for myself. So during that journey, just learning how to eat right. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And but doing it and sticking to it. I got up every morning. I exercise and I'm not talking. It doesn't take like, okay, now I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to put an hour in and I'm going to sweat, sweat, sweat. No, I started. I was heavy. I couldn't move. My knees hurt just walking up steps. Okay.
0: How, how much weight? How? How? Like, what was? What was your weight at I the was time? Two
1: hundred and forty-five pounds. Two hundred and forty-five pounds. Yeah.
0: And you know, you said you were a dancer in your past life. No, you know that normally you most dancers have a bit of a petite frame. So I'm going to, I'm going to guess that's you were, you're probably tall because you were a rockette, but still slender. So 245
1: pounds. That's it's, a lot. It's a lot of weight. I mean, I didn't even recognize myself. It, it's funny. Cause I look back at pictures and my kids will see pictures of me and they go, mom, we don't even remember you like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So you just started walking. Like literally that was the, that was the, what you could do at the time because of how much
1: weight you um, had. So what I would do is 10 minutes a day. Okay. okay. And I started just doing like little, like, pre- I, I do it at home because personally, and everybody has their own thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. But for me, I don't want to waste time. I don't want to take time away from my kids, my job. And I, I mean, being a single mom, we don't have a lot of time. So for me, the best thing for me was I started with 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 and I just started adding on. And what I would do is I started just jogging in place. Then I started using my arms while I was jogging. And then I would do other, you know, just leg lifts, or then I would add in some squats. I mean, it's nothing major. And you can go to any Pinterest, you know, whatever. YouTube, app, yeah. Everything. Whatever, And you can find exercises, but I would change it up intervals, different days. One day's leg day, one day's arm day end it, then I would start to end it with like a 10, se- 10 minute session of yoga stretch. Cause that makes your body feel really good. Mm-hmm. And as you're going through this and you do it every day and you know, it's so hard to get up in the morning. Sometimes and you just go, Oh, I don't want to do it. But once you do it, you become addicted.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like, Oh my gosh, I need to do this. So I feel good. I got to feel this good. And then when you don't do it, it's like, excuse me, I got to do a few push-ups. And I'll get down on the ground. I'll do a few push. They're
0: non-negotiables for you.
1: They are. And I start feeling really good and you just keep adding on. And then later on, as my body started to lower, I started to use ankle weights and wrist weights for resistance on my arms and my legs. Tone up. Yeah. To tone up because the more muscle mass you have, the more calories you're going to burn just sitting at a desk. So we could have the same dinner, you and I, Mm -hmm. but if I've got more muscle mass in my body, I'm going to burn that that meal way faster than you are. That's so interesting. Isn't that interesting? And a lot of people don't realize that. They think, oh, I'm just going to diet and I'm going to lose weight. No, you cannot do that. It is diet and exercise. You need muscle mass. Protein is so important. So after I lost the hundred pounds, I used to choreograph the Mrs. Nevada for America pageants, the collegiate Nevada, the high school, the princess, all of these pageants. And I would choreograph them. I would even coach Mm -hmm. the girls. Right. And I did this for years and I loved it. And so the director says, Debbie, you were looking so great. And I said, ha ha. I said, too bad. I can't be in the Mrs. pageant this year. And she says, no, Debbie, but you could give me a call. Well, I ended up joining her Miss MISS pageant for Nevada. I came second runner up. I was 49 years old to a 22 year old. It's more than half her age standing on stage next to her.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah. And so from there, I just, I felt so good. And my kids just watched me as I was, you know, getting ready for this and doing this. Another pageant director approached me and said, you know, you should try our pageant because we have a Ms. Division MS, which is for divorced people, you know, are widowed, Mm -hmm. single and not married, but have children. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's me. That sounds more like me because, and it's 29 and above. And I said, okay. So like,
0: I check that's, that's my huge category.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've already got, you know, all the shoes and all the dresses, and I might as well just go and do it again, use this one as my dress rehearsal. So I went and I joined and I ended up winning that one. So my title was USOA Miss Nevada 2021. Yay. Yeah. I know. I was so excited. And then this year is my new title that I just won, which is an international title. So that means from people all over the world. And I won Miss Classic Universe 2022 at the age 52.
0: Debbie, wow. What an accomplishment.
1: Well, I got to tell you, Jessica, it doesn't stop there because now I've won my international title and now i want to continue to share my love for pageantry and all that it's done for me with confidence it's given me my confidence back my self-worth my image the camaraderie among the women i've all my friends are pageant people were Getting ready to do, in fact, I'm hosting a party tonight for the Down Syndrome Organization of Southern Nevada. We're raising money for Christmas with the Festival of Trees, which I'm emceeing the event this year at the Westgate and here in Nevada. I'm very excited about it. And, you know, now I'm the Nevada State Director for United World Pageants.
0: (gasps) I love that. Congratulations. Yeah. You know, so many people have very different misconceptions about the pageantry world, especially, you know, sure. their their images, you know, the little girls and and what, ah. you know, they're put through. But you know what? Pageants as well as cheerleading and like all, all of that stuff have amazing positive impact on people's lives because of the, the team and the camaraderie and just surrounding yourself with people who are going for similar goals that you are and, or just believing in you and being your cheerleader and saying,
1: you can do this. Go for it. Go for it, girl. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, a pageant, these are judges. They may like a blonde versus a brunette. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's a people's opinions. It's about you getting up and being your best. Mm -hmm. For me, it's, it was, it's an experience. My kids got to see me on stage for them to go, mom, it's, it was like, you were a superstar. Yeah. Watching their faces light up. That meant more to me than anything.
0: So for you, it's really not about the title. Obviously, obviously, you know, earning the titles are nice and the medals and the trophies and that's, that's a nice little bonus. But for you, what I'm hearing is it was the actual process of, of becoming the person who could be on that stage and do that thing with the confidence.
1: Uh, Jessica, it's the journey, journey that these pageants have put me through that is just so beautiful that I would love to share and help other people go through this journey because if they're having this kind of problem in their life and they're trying to find themselves, it's a great way to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Oh my goodness. Well, congratulations. That is amazing. Okay, so now what? Obviously, you've gotten your international title, and you're. I'm I'm sure the pageantry is not going to stop for you. You're going to be coaching other people, inspiring other people to help them become the best working their se- themselves with their self-love. What's next for Debbie? What what do you got on the roster for 2023?
1: Well, I just met the man of my dreams. <gasps> yeah. Yay. I was hoping that there was a personal I, update oh, in there. Yeah. You got to finish the story out right. So, you know, it's funny because everyone does tell you when you're not looking, that's when you're going to find the person right? Or their person will come into your life and Mm -hmm. being older, this online dating thing. I'm sure you guys understand what I'm talking about. Swiping left and swiping right. I would
0: have thought that that is the state of the romantic world today,
1: right? You know, well, and here's the thing is that I feel that men are very physical creatures, right? We know this, right? And You could like go out with somebody and have a beautiful date, and you're on this app with this person that you met them on, you know, match or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you go on there and you're thinking, oh, I can't wait to go out with them again or whatever. And the whole week, they've been on there for hours. What are they doing? They're talking and they're picking up other people. And you just, I just sit there and I go, what was I, the flavor of the week? I mean, I I hate to put it that way, but you, that that's what you start to feel like. Nothing's real, you know, and people are so, I think men are easy to go, Oh, well, she didn't work out. So I'm going to go find another one. Cause it was real easy to do. Diamond dozen, diamond dozen. They're right here. You just flip, 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 flip. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not the kind of person that I want. I want a true, genuine, authentic, real guy. That's what I want. Okay. So you put that out into the universe. I did. And I said, I'm not going to date anyone. I'm not really interested. If the person comes, they're going to come when it's... God, it's up to you. It's your timing. I know it'll happen. I mean, I'm out doing things. It means I it's not, it doesn't mean I'm going to sit at home. I'm going to go out and I'm going to meet people and I'll be open to situations and I'll put myself out there. And I put the vibe out there. And well, I was delivering mail because I'm now a mail carrier as well during the day. And I ended up delivering mail to this person and he ended up coming to me the next day or two days because I had one day off and he goes, did you get the letter in the mailbox yesterday? And I said, no. And he goes, I'm so sorry, but I have to be honest with you. I haven't stopped thinking about you since I met you yesterday. And I was just, I just thought that was so sweet. And I'm looking at him and he's, he invites me to a Rod Stewart concert. And I'm thinking to myself, Debbie, that sounds like fun. I don't have to really think too much into this. Yeah just go and have fun. And so we started going out and just getting to know each other. And I fell in love with this person. She's as cute as a button. I just love him to death. We're so perfect for each other. Every time I, we get to know each other, I'm just like, we finish each other's sentences. It's just crazy. It really is crazy. Yeah.
0: It's crazy in the best way. It's crazy in the meant to be kind of a way, right? Wow. wow. Okay. So Debbie's in love absolutely and i'm off the i'm off the board you're off the market you're feeling great you're well as a mail carrier i'm sure you're getting a lots of steps in every day you're getting' you're you're, you're. Being very physical in your movements, inspiring others. Wow. What's what's the timeline from when your husband walked out that day with his suitcase to today of us recording? How long How long has it been? It's been four years. Four
1: years. Four years.
0: Wow. You were like living proof that somebody can really turn their life around in a very, very short amount of time if it, they're being intentional about it.
1: It's forgiveness, Jessica. Forgiveness for him. Forgiveness for myself. Forgiving me. Mm-hmm you know?
0: Wow. Awesome. All right. So Debbie, where can people find you? Where do you like to hang out on the interwebs? If someone wants to reach out to you, wants to learn more about pageants, wants to, you know, talk to you about their own weight journey. Cause I know you're inspiring so many women out there who are who are in the pre or uh, pre-menopause stage of life too, right? Like that I'm sure had a big factor into what was going on with you. Where can people find you? Where do you like to hang out?
1: Well, I have my own podcast, which is Your Unique Sparkle, because I believe everyone has a unique sparkle all of their own Mm -hmm. to share with the world. And so I share a lot of unique stories there and inspirational, motivating other women to be their personal best. So you can find me at youruniquesparkle at gmail.com. You can find it on Instagram, Facebook, also at Nevada United World Pageants, also on Instagram and Facebook as well.
0: Awesome. I love it. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, Debbie, for joining me today. This has been such an inspiring story. Even though we were talking about you, I know a lot of people seeing themselves in your story. And that's the goal for us is just to help provide a little insight and help people figure out their own now what. Okay, that is it for us this week. Thank you so much for joining me and Debbie. And if this a story resonated with you, give it a like, share a comment, subscribe to the show. And if you know somebody else who is going through this story or something similar, please, please, please share it with them because it really could help them figure out their own now what in their own journey in time. Right. Thanks, Debbie. We will talk to you real soon and uh, we will see all of you next week for another episode of I Just Blank Now What.